Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of High School Not So Much a Musical. This is the second part of the two-part series with Mariam Purvez, who is an anthropologist. And she, in this episode, she talks about the intersection between anthropology and medicine and how she's using that intersection to create amazing films to educate people about the history of humans and medicine. Stay tuned for that right after this. Yeah, I feel like there the the difference between our like term project at the end of the year and what you did is that we wouldn't go to like a new place to learn. We would just go there like as a break. But yeah, um, <laughs> yeah like you went there to like um, analyze like anthropology of like tourists and stuff. Well, like mm -hmm. ours, like uh, like we had COVID but the last time we did it. Yeah. Uh, like my friends and I, we went to Hawaii and it was, we were just relaxing that time. So we weren't learning anything, but um, yeah, I feel like it's sort of similar to maybe doing like an on-campus like summer program. Cause like you're going there to learn, but you also get to like hang out with people at the same time. So it could be similar to that, but um, Ayush has the next question. Yeah, so I wanted to talk about, you know, you talked about how in Iceland you were able to start pursuing various different like projects on your own regarding anthropology specifically you talked about you know a uh, film the film that you're working on um so could you talk a little bit more about number one the film that you're working on you know how you're going about it uh like what's the progress on it you know what what stage are you currently at um and also like the film topic about like the intersection of anthropology and medicine how are you able to combine those two fields to like have a positive social impact? Um, I think those will be two very interesting questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, that's great. So this, so this was in 2017. <laughs> so I did that film project. Um, so he, he definitely, we, we just definitely had a lot of time to uh, have fun. I think he, after the trip, then we had like maybe a week to sort of uh, finish up any like work so for that that was more of a um, final project almost like a video essay sort of format um, I just thoroughly love the digital storytelling format and the film in general um, so I use like a lot of sort of clips from there and uh, sort of like all the sort of I, I kind of combined when we're talking about like sort of science and media and medicine and like those type of things they surprisingly do work very well together and i think like a field like anthropology really solidified that for me because um like i said i like science i like art like i was always looking for that link and that's been really uh, great for me and so with such a film you can sort of i was able to explore the actual sort of you know medical um, understanding of certain things but at the same time those cultural elements and have a lot of the actual country you know the essence of the country portrayed through film right so like you're showing like the volcanoes and the, the, the sort of like the hot like spots and steam baths and all those type of things and then you're like comparing that to other more scientific concepts you know say about health but then you're relating it back to what is that sort of mean um, for the culture and um, all those interesting themes and they, they do like work very well together 
and so this was this was just sort of like a project i did for um, school at the time but currently just to throw it out there since we're on the topic i am working on a short film uh, about like sort of medical anthropology which discusses um stage and sort of uh, biomedicine so that's something i'm doing uh, independently right now anyways so yeah film is an interesting and important medium for me I feel like what would be interesting would be to see if you had any questions for us because you know we're high schoolers we're preparing to go to college and you just graduated from college so I want to know if you had any questions for us Oh yeah so many oh my gosh um so what what sort of scares you about the prospect of like jumping into the quote unquote real world or like next phase And then what sort of excites all of you? Do you want to go first? Yeah. So, I I I'll, I'll answer that question backwards. So, I think the one thing I'm excited for is that I get to move out of my house and then <laughs> you know, I get to go live on campus, you know, make make new friends, meet a lot of new people. But I think maybe the one thing that scares me is or I don't know if like I don't like this wouldn't happen during college but maybe before like the whole application process cuz i feel like a lot of high schoolers nowadays like they're really focused on getting into like a good college so it's really competitive and then like my sister she's a senior right now and she's doing all her college applications or she just finished yesterday actually but um she she's been up to like 4 a.m. every single day working on her essays so like i don't know if i have that in me to stay up till 4 working on that but yeah Yeah. No that that that's yeah, no that that's definitely true. Uh all of the above um yeah, it it's a long intense process, but it's definitely worth it. Um here I think cuz I was applying to the US, but I was in Pakistan. So due to the time difference, I think I I mean I still had a day on January 31st or something, so I couldn't even like <laughs> I couldn't even celebrate New Year's. I was just like up to the you know deadline i was just like oh god but um it's great that you have a sister and and that that will definitely definitely help um to ease your fears and and just you know sort of give you that courage that she can do it you can do it for sure yeah and yeah it's it's good yeah she gives me like a lot of great advice on like what that's i should that's awesome hmm. I used to Yeah, I think I think that's what exactly scares me because I'm like the first in my family going to college in the US. Like my parents both went in India and like my brother is younger than me, so I'm kind of like the first going through the entire like US college application process. So I I think that's the thing that scares me a little bit because it's kind of like setting the model for my brother or whatever. But I I think what makes it exciting is like it's kind of new terrain, you know, something new to explore, something new to like conquer I guess quote unquote um but yeah I, I'm I'm excited I mean I'm much closer than Rishi is right um actually as Rishi mentioned like his sister is now done in a year uh, I'm going to be done with college applications too so oh it's God. it's crazy that it's that close so yeah I mean it it's I mean you're saying it's crazy it's that close I'm sitting in the same spot I think like I applied like so many years ago And I'm just like, whoa, that happened, and now I'm here. But 
Um, that's awesome that um, you are going to be first gen and sort of like, um, you know, that blueprint for other people to follow. And But definitely, I think you already possess a lot of um, sort of everything that you're going to bring to the table. It's already in you, you know, and um, you're going to do great. Yeah, thank you. Because I think for both like Rishi, I, Nitin, all of us, I think we kind of already have, you know, the qualities. We kind of just need to figure out how to portray it in a way that is appealing to admissions officers on college applications. And from there, hopefully we should be good. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah. if you could talk a little bit about, you know, what you did in high school, like where you went to high school, what your high school experience was like, because we talked about obviously your college experience, but I think yeah. uh, given like the prestigious schools you've been to, um, I think talking about what you did in high school to get into those prestigious schools and how like your high school journey was overall, uh, I think it could be really interesting for the listeners. That's very kind of you. But um, yeah, so I, so I kind of switched lanes. Um, and I've rarely made predictable choices, but I'm, um, yeah. So I was doing, I'm not sure if anyone's familiar with like sort of the British O and A level system, but I was, uh, I was doing that and I was on track for that. And then I switched and I decided to go, uh, this is all in Pakistan, uh, in Pakistan. And I decided to go to an American high school in Pakistan. And um, yeah, so I sort of switched lanes. I didn't do the sort of O and A level route that most people do here. Um, I felt that if I wanted to sort of go to an American college, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd sort of want to start gearing up for that first. Um, and so it was, a, it was a good switch for me. I did a lot, you know, sort of community service, extracurricular that it was all sort of orchestrated for you in this high school because it was, um, you know, modeled after other American high schools and such, right? So you do a lot on campus versus in other schools, the onus is on you to do a lot outside, right? So it, uh, it's a small school, but so the only thing is, is that everyone who, you know, if, you, if you're sort of like interested in one thing, you're, you're kind of in everything, right? So. I just like in band, choir, like all the things, right? Um, and that was that was intense. I think I ironically slept more in college than I did in high school. I had a very intense sort of um, high school journey. But I think the thing is, is just wherever you are, at whatever point you are, it, it doesn't really matter. Like nothing really defines you. You don't have to worry if something goes wrong or something. You know, it's okay. Just take sort of everything in your stride and um, everything truly, truly, not to be cheesy, it will be okay. And I think for me, I was fortunate to, yes, sort of know what I was doing going into college, but that doesn't mean at all that, I mean, they give you until, for example, sophomore spring, to declare a major, right? So what does that tell you? A, that like you can finish all your requirements after that and B, like have have some fun <laughs> and explore and you can sort of take courses, see if you like them or not, then, you know, move on to the next. It's, it's okay. 
So you don't have to have everything figured out in high school. Um, really, really don't stress about that. But just use it as a time to also experiment, see what you like, see what you don't like, you know. And also think about what you would like to get good at. I think those are the three main things. Yeah. Wait. So in the beginning of this podcast, I think you mentioned how you originally went to. It was like West Wellesley. Is that how you pronounce it? Wellesley. Yeah. Wellesley. Wellesley College, <laughs> and then you just switched to MIT. Um, could you like explain like how that entire like thing worked? Like, did you still have to apply to MIT, or was it like some sort of partnership between the two colleges? So here's the thing. So there were back in the day, right? Back in the day, each Ivy League was uh, attached to a sister college because the Ivies were for the boys and the sister colleges were for the girls, right? So that's how it sort of worked. But now they've um, Radcliffe College was Harvard's counterpart, and that kind of got dissolved into Harvard, and it's uh, it, it's sort of like a research institute now, so that doesn't count. And then. What's the other? Um, so there's still, for example, like Mount Holyoke, Smith, um, Barnard, etc. Right? So like Barnard is attached to Columbia. So because um, Radcliffe sort of got taken away, and um, Wellesley has now two links. So they are associated with, say, Harvard and MIT, as well as uh, two neighboring colleges, Babson and Olin, business and engineering. Right? So the way that that works is that if you are a wealthy student, you can just pick yourself up, register for any course you like at MIT um, and uh, or Babson or Olin, and you can also figure out stuff at Harvard too. A lot of us work at Harvard Med Labs, MIT Labs, like we're just one big happy family there it's it's great but you with wealthy the the cool thing is is that you get so it's a predominantly like all women's college um and you get that sort of feeling like you you get that small liberal arts one-on-one sort of feeling right which is great but then 20 minutes like free bus ride away you're in the city you're in cambridge you're in boston and you're at Harvard, you're at MIT, you're at all the places. So yeah, that's how it works. Um, do you think that like applying to Wellesley was like less competitive or more competitive or like the same like amount of competition as like applying to MIT at that time? I mean, it's a it's she she she's a she's a tough one. She's she's a tough one. We we um, she's it's quite competitive and they i mean we had what was it like i had these interviews oh man they they're the interview process is quite daunting uh, i mean they really are sort of looking to see what you know you can um if you're if you are a good fit you know in that environment and um i was very 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 grateful to have a really lovely interviewee viewer and um she was very kind she sort of helped me sort of unpack a lot of um about my community service and like who i was as a person she was interested in 
really getting to the root of that and through that she was able to see that this would be a really good fit for me um you know some people it, it doesn't work out that way but yeah no it's definitely a um yeah she's a tough one and also we have at wellsy itself we have something called um grade deflation so say harvard has grade inflation which is sort of um how to describe but essentially something along the lines of it's very hard to get an a um but it's it's it's, it's a bit easier at harvard <laughs> Okay, so thank you so much for like everything and now we're like starting to wind down a little bit and um, as we discussed in the planning meeting, one thing that we ask all of our guests is to just kind of give a piece of advice to our listeners. So Miriam, could you please give a piece of advice to our listeners about anything about college, about your anthropology major, just anything that you want to offer to the high schoolers listening? Absolutely. And so... Um... So it's funny because your show is uh called High School Not So Much Musical <laughs> and um movies like sort of high school musical when I was younger it really helped to realize it's okay to have sort of more than one interest you know and it is possible to find similarities between two totally different fields and so I guess I'd sort of say that you can you can and you should i mean if you want right take a non traditional path but um maybe sort of to secure yourself take some calculated steps along the way right i think um with social media and all sorts of non traditional paths we think that those are say easier or you can become an overnight success but i think you know something like going viral isn't sustainable right like you have to even if you look at anyone like who has a unconventional trajectory any youtuber see how much work they've sort of put behind them right and that doesn't mean any non-traditional path you can take a shortcut when it comes to hard work right so i think just figuring out what you like what's important to you what you're good at and then what you sort of would focus on uh to get better at i think those are the things to look for when you're thinking of you know what's your next move and where you're going and always sort of do what's right for you don't necessarily go to a school because you think that's the right thing to do really look into it like a major like you know a college look into why that would be the next best thing for you Uh so that was the end of our podcast. Thank you so much Mariam for your time. Uh we thought it was a really excellent podcast especially since you were younger than some of the other guests that we've had on who are in like their 40s and 50s and <laughs> it's really hard to relate to them as much as we were able to you know relate to you your high school journey and your college journey like term projects etc. Uh so I think our listeners will find it like super engaging um and super helpful as well because as we mentioned like a lot of them are seniors currently applying to college or juniors like thinking about applying to college uh pretty much this year uh because we're almost in 2022 so uh yeah thank you so much for your time and 
for our listeners, be sure to stay tuned to future podcasts. Thank you so much. High School Not So Much A Musical is hosted by Ayush Agarwal and Nitin Jaladanki. Narration by Samhit Padala. Music from Louis Luang Relaxation Cafe, Tune Pocket, and Infraction. If you like the show, please recommend it to your friends and family. Thank you for listening and see you next time.